Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's welcome back our guy, Alan Bell. We just talked some NFL with him. He joins us again. And, Alan, uh, Quentin asked you before the break if you play college bowl games. Let me ask you this uh, because we've got some news that, you know, Kenny Pickett's most likely not going to be playing. It looks like some of these guys are going to be playing in these games, like Sam Howell. How do you handicap these games right now, not only with COVID going on, man, but just like motivation, not talking college football playoff, but some of these other bowl games? Yeah, so uh, it's it's what we call psychological season, uh, exactly what you just said, right? Like, who is excited to be there? Who isn't? Uh, who, you know, which teams have players opting out, specifically important players? You know, you mentioned Kenny Pickett. While the other side, Michigan State, you know, Walker, the running back, he might not play yeah. either. Right, so if you get one or the other, like those two are pretty much the offense for the for their respective teams. So if you get one or the other, I'd probably bet that team. If you don't get either, <laughs> good luck. I'm not going to bet that game. I have no idea. But no, I mean, like that's kind of what you have to look at. Uh, is you got to weigh all these factors. Like I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, so let's look at a bowl game that probably people aren't even paying attention to this week. Uh, I think it's Saturday. Western Kentucky and Appalachian State, okay? so Is that the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) All right, so Western Kentucky, we've seen what they did, you know, offensively this year. Unbelievable. Went to the conference championship, almost won, right? Zappy. Me and Q love us some Zappy. I would love him to be the quarterback (laughs) of the Washington football team. We love Western Kentucky. Sometimes. Unless they don't cover for us. Well, I I do too. And look, Bowling Green, uh, 30 minutes away from my house right now, okay? Here's the problem. Everything that we loved about that team just went to Texas Tech. Yeah. So they're all gone, right? So uh, I, I'm going to roll with Appalachian State here, uh, especially when you can get them right now. I believe at minus three, they probably win by double digits. So it's the Boca Raton it, it, it's Bowl. A, Boca Raton. Okay, there you go. Boca Raton so it, it's, it's something to pay attention to, man, because if you've got a quarterback and a star wide receiver, you know, that are out, good luck. That's hard, yeah. You know what's interesting to me, Alan? This came down today. This isn't about bowl season, but it is interesting for the college football landscape. Deion Sanders had the audacity to poach the number one recruit in the nation, Travis Hunter, from his alma mater, Florida State. Like, because of his relationship with Barstool Sports, Barstool Sports completing a $1.5 million reported NIL deal with Barstool and Travis Hunter. All of that to be said, how do you think these types of moves set a precedent for recruiting in the future? And how do we even plan for that? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's fascinating. Like, it, I think Jimbo Fisher said it best. He laughed. He said, look, NIL deals have been going on for years. We just didn't know about it. Right. Right. Like, right? But it is different when you have Dave Portnoy literally buying a recruit live, like in front yeah. of us. Right, like I mean, who the hell is? It's ever one done thing that? to you steal; know? it's one another thing to steal in broad daylight. Yeah, and then call Florida State a bunch of pores, right? Yeah. Like I mean, when like, his girlfriend, it, her alma mater was is Florida State. <laughs> so, so that that's what makes it even funnier wow. is that Portnoy and and Dion are both like stepping on, you know, <laughs> alumni and girlfriend alumni. But no, I mean it's fascinating. Like it, it, it really is. Um, I'll tell you this. That doesn't, like, everybody thinks, like, the game has changed. It has, absolutely. But players have been paid before, and recruiting, it's maybe a 40% hit rate anyway. 
So yeah. it, it, it's, it's one thing. The biggest thing to pay attention to is when the scenario happens, when you have a Trevor Lawrence type, number one pick in the draft, that's a junior, and you have the school bidding against the NFL for the player to make one more year to come back. Then you're talking a $10 million one-year deal. Like, that's when NIL is going to be fascinating. Does that change recruiting, though, for teams who would never be able to pay, like HBCUs or, like, mid-majors? Western Illinois. Well, some, <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're not necessarily always in, you know, for players like that, right? Like, you don't really see the number one player in the country. I don't think a uh, number one player in the country has ever gone, you know, to an HBCU. Yeah. So, I mean – I don't think that this is going to necessarily be, you know, kind of the trend. It could be. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, kind of the levels of where these schools are, it'll kind of dictate itself, right? Like Alabama and LSU, you know, will kind of, you know, pay the same amount for those high-level players, right? Like MTSU and Western Kentucky, you know, it might be a different caliber player and a different caliber of payment. So, you know, it, it's all so new. It's the Wild West. It's craziness. Uh, but you're right. Like what we saw today, we've never seen that before. Just play out live in front of us. Back in my day, Jerry Rice was playing at Mississippi Valley State University. That was the good times, the good days. I was also <laughs> not even go. thought about back then. So, you know, I just like to say back in my day. Uh, I mean, before, well, as we're writing out this uh, this college football uh, segment with you, give us all your, like, bowl game plays. Like, if you have a lot, we had Reed Wallach who came on and tried to give us, like, 17. Like, we, we want which, all of them. Which, we want all of your plays, Alan. <laughs> I like it. All right, so first off, uh, you know what? We're I, I'm just going to ride the joke out. I'm definitely I'm all over Tennessee already <laughs> against Purdue. Their two best players for Purdue are gone. I've already said they're going to the NFL. They're not playing in the game. Their best player on defense and their best player on offense are wide receiver David Bell. So with that being said, it's an absolute home game in Nashville for Tennessee, and everybody's playing in that one. So I'm going to ride Tennessee for sure. I'm also going to play Alabama Cincinnati under 58 because. Cincinnati's offense really isn't that good. Mm -hmm. Like, they're kind of a defensive team. And I think Nick Saban looks at this game kind of how Belichick did against the Bills and say, well, I could beat you 45 to 35, yeah. or I could just take it easy and beat you 30 to 13, right? Like, I think that Alabama takes that route, especially with no John Mechie uh, wide receiver. I bet there's a ton of running the ball, and especially for Cincinnati in the first half running the ball because they definitely don't want to make a mistake in the first quarter and the game's over. They're trying to get to the second half, so I bet they don't try anything uh, risky in terms of that game. So, yeah, give me the under there. And give me Michigan, money line. I'm telling you, I said it last week. They I'm going to keep riding it. Michigan's a better team, and I think Georgia in their heads, like they're ready to quit, and they need a reason to. And I think Jim Harbaugh and those two running backs from Michigan and that offensive line and Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive line – They'll give them a quick reason to. So, yeah, give me Michigan there. Uh, Alan, your thoughts on one more game, and my apologies if we talked about this one in the last two weeks, but we're going to be on the air for it on Friday night, and it's Northern <laughs> Illinois who didn't win a game. A yeah, they didn't <laughs> yeah. win a game last year, and now they're taking on Coastal Carolina, who we all love, but it's a 10.5-point spread, man. Look, I, I, I feel like I have to play Coastal Carolina or nothing, and we're going to be live on air, so I'll be betting something. Uh, your thoughts on this one against Northern Illinois? A good MAC team, but I think Coastal Carolina is going to take it to them, man. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong, and I think so too, right? Like, you look at Grace McCall, he really is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, and look, Northern Illinois is a good football team. Like, they're better than kind of their name at first thought, you know, comes to your head. But I don't think that they're built for an offensive game like this. And if Coastal Carolina starts putting points up like they normally do, like they do every week, good luck. So, I'm with you. It's a big number, but, you know, generally in these bowl games – 
they're usually kind of blowouts. You know what I mean? And I don't think Northern Illinois has the weapons to do that. Coastal Carolina absolutely has the weapons to do that. Alan, before we let you go, we've been asking this question these past two well, days. Well, I have a question for him, too, so it's not really before we let him go. Go ahead. We got time? Mine is just like, it might be a discussion piece, but go ahead. I think Tristan should go because I think I know where you're going. You know my question. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I want to know, <laughs> know what Alan's take is on the Dan Lanning hire because there was a lot of scuttlebutt and a lot of tumult and chatter about who we were going to get. And I absolutely love this hire. I'd love to get your thoughts. Yeah, Georgia's defensive coordinator? Yep. Yeah, it's a great hire. Yeah, absolutely. The dude's an animal. And not only in terms of his defensive play calling, like not only what they've done this year, but Georgia's had a hell of a defense for a few years now. And he's a massive piece of it because not only is he a good X's and O's coach, not only is he a young, energetic coach, the dude recruits too. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't care who is out there. You could go look at uh, Georgia has been dominating in recruiting and he's a massive, massive part of that. So, yep. We talked about it, uh, Tristan, last week that we would rather have the young fired up energetic right. coach and and you knock it out of the park. So yeah, I, I love the hire. I, I'm all for it. Alan, you got one sauce to dip your fry in for the rest of your life. You only get one sauce. What are you dipping your fries in? No ketchup either. And it can't be mustard. Sriracha. That's, sriracha? <laughs> Absolutely. Look, Sriracha is adaptable, man. Like, Sriracha is Aaron Rodgers. Like, he, we, you just put him on the plate, like, and you're going to win. As an Aaron Rodgers five. lover, <laughs> Sriracha is not yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And then he uses Aaron Rodgers against you. <laughs> look, no, no, I'm, I'm glad. Now, now people forget about hey, my mustard take, I he think. He said maybe. mustard, Alan. <laughs> if, you got, if you got fries, if you got fries, solid. If you got a hamburger, solid. If you got a hot dog, it's solid. If you have sushi, it's solid. Like, ah. Sriracha works, man. Sriracha is great on sushi. I'm not going to lie. I've never put sriracha on anything else. Never. No. Sriracha is great on ramen. Sriracha is great on. <laughs> I'm actually throwing it on the grocery Soup. list right now for my wife. Sriracha? Yeah. Yeah, rooster sauce, baby. Rooster sauce goes on everything. I guess I'll take your word for it because. Goes I... on Dan Landing and these ducks. <laughs> there we go. Duck with sriracha sounds great, actually, now that she's thinking about it. Thank you, Alan Bell, for joining us. That's Alan Bell of Sportsline. You can check him out. Uh, in the early edge, on the early edge.